Today is the 4th of February 2022. Welcome to Walking the Way. My name is Deb and I'm standing in for Ray, who's still poorly. I want to say thank you to you for listening in as we continue to explore what it means to have a regular rhythm of worship. If you're joining us for the first time, let me say thank you and welcome. Each episode follows a simple pattern. It's a mixture of prayer, scripture and music. It's easy to pick up as we go along. Don't forget the Walk in the Way prayer book and today's script, which can be downloaded. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, or if you'd like more information about the podcast itself, head to rayborrott.co.uk or follow the links in the episode notes. We always begin each episode of Walking the Way with an opening prayer. So, let's pray together. In this place, and at this time, we gather in your name. Be the healing that we seek and the courage we do not always understand that we need. Be the forgiveness that we strive to receive and give. Be all that we need in this place and at this time. Amen. The first book of Corinthians, chapter 1, verse 18 says, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is God's power to us who are being saved. Apparently, don't ask me where Ray learned this from, but apparently if you put a frog in a pan of tepid water and put the pan on the stove and bring it to the boil, you can boil the frog alive because the frog cannot tell the change in temperature. Nice one, Ray. He says he's not actually done it and it's not actually true, but the analogy is often used to describe how we can become acclimatised to the sometimes dangerous or toxic places we find in ourselves. As we read today's verse, the frog analogy comes to mind because as people we are less likely to want to change our places for all sorts of reasons. Primarily fear, but there may be other reasons. And because we don't want to move the gospel, Jesus' message of love and hope seems threatening and foolish. Why would we change? It seems so comfortable here. This is what we tell ourselves. But the thing is, the gospel, the disturbing message of the cross, has the power to save us from whatever place we find ourselves in. I say disturbing because we need something to kick us out of our place of comfort, to wake us up to the danger we find ourselves in, to show us that it doesn't have to be like this and that there is a better way. It truly has the power to save. We're going to have our first piece of music to give us time to centre our thoughts on God and then we're going to listen to our Bible reading and today we read 1 Corinthians chapter 1.
Dear Lord, as we approach your word, help us to hear it with your wisdom and respond to it with your grace. Amen. So the book of 1 Corinthians chapter 1, reading from the Holman Christian Standard Bible. Paul called as an apostle of Christ Jesus by God's will, and Sothenes our brother. To God's church at Corinth, to those who are sanctified in Christ Jesus and called as saints, with all those in every place who call on the name of Jesus Christ our Lord, both their Lord and ours. Grace to you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. I always thank my God for you, because of God's grace given in you to Christ Jesus, that by him you were enriched in everything, in all speech and in all knowledge. In this way, a testimony about Christ was confirmed among you, so that you did not lack any spiritual gift as you eagerly wait for the revelation of our Lord Jesus Christ. He will also strengthen you to the end, so that you will be blameless in the day of our Lord Jesus Christ. God is faithful. You were called by him into fellowship with his Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. Now I urge you, brothers, in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ, that all of you agree in what you say, that there be no divisions among you, and that you be united with the same understanding and the same conviction. For it has been reported to me about you, my brothers, by members of Chloe's household, that there may be this rivalry among you. What I am saying is this. Each of you says, I'm with Paul, or I'm with Apollos, or I'm with Cephas, or I'm with Christ. Is Christ divided? Was it Paul who was crucified for you? Or were you baptised in Paul's name? I thank God that I baptised none of you except Crispus and Gaius, so that no one can say you were baptised in my name. I did in fact baptise the household of Stephanus. Beyond that, I don't know if I baptised anyone else. For Christ did not send me to baptise, but to evangelise, not with clever words, so that the cross of Christ will not be emptied of its effect. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing, but it is God's power to us who are being saved. For it is written, I will destroy the wisdom of the wise, and I will set aside the understanding of the experts. Where is the philosopher? Where is the scholar? Where is the debater of this age? Hasn't God made the world's wisdom foolish? For since, in God's wisdom, the world did not know God through wisdom. God was pleased to save those who believe through the foolishness of the message priest preached. For the Jews ask for signs, and the Greeks seek wisdom. But we preach Christ crucified, a stumbling block to the Jews, and foolishness to the Gentiles. Yet to those who are called both Jews and Greeks, Christ is God's power and God's wisdom, because God's foolishness is wiser than human wisdom, and God's weakness is stronger than human strength. Brothers, consider your calling. Not many are wise from a human perspective, not many powerful, not many of noble birth. Instead, God has chosen what is foolish in the world to shame the wise, and God has chosen what is weak in the world to shame the strong. God has chosen what is insignificant and despised in the world, what is viewed as nothing, 
to bring to nothing what is viewed as something, so that no one can boast in his presence. But it is from him that you are in Christ Jesus, who became God, given wisdom for us, our righteousness, sanctification and redemption, in order that, as it is written, the one who boasts must boast in the Lord. We are going to have some more music to give us some time to think about these passages of scripture that have caught our attention and after the music we will have our prayers for the day. Today we pray for all those who visit the sick and the housebound. You have blessed us, O God, with the gift of friendship, the bonding of persons in a circle of love. We thank you for such a blessing, for friends who love us, who share our sorrows, who laugh with us in celebration, who bear our pain, who need us as we need them, who weep as we weep, who hold us when we are frail, and who give us freedom to be ourselves. Bless our friends with health, wholeness, love and life. Amen. And we say together the Lord's Prayer. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Your will be done on earth as in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. And together we share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, 
the love of God, and the fellowship of the Holy Spirit be with us and remain with us now and forevermore. Go in peace to love and serve the Lord. You've been listening to Walking the Way. All the details for today's episodes can be found in the show notes, including the scripture passages and credits for the prayers. If you'd like to support Walking the Way, and we really would appreciate it if you would, links to our giving page and also to our subscription service is in the episode notes as well. For more information, head to rayborrett.co.uk, or you can find me on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Don't forget, you can also listen to us on TuneIn and Spotify. My name is Ray, and so until next time, I'll be here waiting as we continue walking the way. Thank you.